What is up, everyone? You are listening to the Scoop and Score podcast. I'm your host with the most, Jacob Herbert, and I got River Rat Cole Reha here and Big Red Joe Crossdeck. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Joe, what's up? Uh, I'm all right. How are you? Doing great. You excited? Uh, Big Ten's back. We uh, talked to you a little bit about uh, or about it last episode, but uh, what do you think about Nebraska's schedule? Well, you know, it's tough, but uh, I'd rather them play a schedule, a tough schedule than no schedule. That's true. you got to beat the best to be the best. I, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I figured Nebraska would get hosed, but God damn, that schedule's <laughs> rough. I, I saw a stat somewhere that, like, our conference opponent uh, win percentage or whatever was highest in the conference. Like, they said scheduled us the hardest conference schedule since we joined i don't i don't remember exactly but some along those lines but like i've been saying it for years that they don't they don't much care for nebraska and it shows but it's almost like they have it out for you it's weird oh yeah they should have it out for iowa well uh, uh, nebraska is <laughs> the one that uh threatened to leave they didn't threaten they didn't threaten to leave we threatened to play football for a football school mm. So that was the thing. They wanted to stay in the Big Ten, yeah. but they wanted to play football. So maybe like a Notre Dame thing where it's like a one-year thing, like go to a different conference and then... Yeah, although he did, Notre yep. Dame didn't have any like contract with anyone else, so... No. Well, Notre Dame, they always play... They play USD every year. They play Michigan every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't remember. They play some other schools, too, yeah. it seems like. Oh, Army-Navy, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, we know a lot of people that listen to this podcast do play fantasy football, so we wanted to do some rankings through two weeks and kind of see the surprises and the uh, busts through, uh, through two weeks. I mean, still a lot of season to go, but it doesn't hurt, and maybe we'll help your fantasy te- team uh, win some matchups. Reha might. Don't listen to Reha. He's not doing so hot this year. Yeah, I, it's not good, but, you know, I still have faith. Yeah. Later on, we'll do some uh, week three pickums and uh, get a lock of the week from our undefeated Zach Brokaw. Oh God! So let's start the show. Uh, some big news that happened uh, just today: Pac-12 announced a seven-game slate that they'll be doing, so they're back to football. Eh, who cares? No one really <laughs> cared at all. Well, I'm just kidding, but it's yeah, it's good to see them play, I guess. But I mean, I'm not a big Pac-12 guy. I don't know about you two. No. Well, you know, I, I like the. Uh how they're, you know, later scheduled usually, so the Pac-12 after dark games, you know, on a Saturday night are sometimes kind of fun. You get those, you know, Boise State-Utah matchups or whatever. Yeah, Utah's always a pretty good school, and then, yeah. Actually, there were some Pac-12 teams. Well, I know every year they say this Pac-12 team's going to be undefeated. Yeah. Oregon, USC. Yeah, I know this year that they're high on Arizona State. High on I'm Oregon on again. Arizona State with Herm. Yeah, which I it makes sense. Yeah. Like they on paper, it looks like they are about to have a big year. But if I remember right, they did really well in their bowl game too. Yeah, I think now, so. I could be wrong on that, but I remember picking them. Hmm. All right. Then you got Utah is always. Or Utah is always one of those that's. Uh, they're the new Oregon. Where this year they're going to be uh, you know, top four. They're going to make the college football playoff. You know where Oregon used to be. That same kind of deal back there with Mariota and Chip Kelly back in those days. That's kind of Oregon's role, or Utah's role now. 
Yeah, it really seems like it. Utah is constantly like 10 wins, though. I know, and they're cranking out a ton of draft picks in the last couple of years, uh-huh. it seems like. Mm-hmm. Which is surprising. Where's that running back? Where'd that uh, Zach? Zach, Zach Moss? Moss, the Bills. Yeah. Mafia, mm-hmm. baby, let's go. Colts drafted a safety out of there in the third round. Then they had another safety go to, I want to say, the Panthers in the second round. Okay. Well, it's a good school. Yeah. All right, you guys ready to start some uh, fantasy rankings? These are PPR rankings, so anyone not PPR, they're going to alter a little bit, but you, you'll you get the gist of it. All right, get guys. Get the gist of it. Uh, first up, quarterbacks. Do you guys Can you guys guess the number one through two weeks so far? I'm going to say Josh Allen. Josh Allen. All right, Joe. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, well, we'll, give, we'll go Lamar, I think, still. All right, you are both wrong. It is probably Russell the, Wilson. Yep, the MVP <laughs> leader, probably. Russell Wilson has nine touchdown passes through uh, two weeks. Then you got Josh Allen at number two. Cam Newton at uh, number three with uh, the Ooh, four Cam. rushing touchdowns. Arm looks good. That would do it. And, Joe, you weren't very high on Cam Newton going into uh, this year. I wasn't big on the Patriots and the Cam Newton uh, whole winning experiment, and we're three games in, and what's the record? They're two games in, they're one and one. Yeah. So, the Seahawks look good. Left me here. Yeah, I saw a stat today, like, at a, in Cam Newton's career, like the first two games of the season, this is like the highest he's ever been ranked, like, efficiency wise, hmm. or the best he's done. Wow. In a two game span. Good news for us if he can stay healthy. Yeah, that's a big thing. They're running him a lot, so. Yeah. Kyler Murray, uh, the big boom from this offseason at number four. Dak, number five, three rushing touchdowns on Sunday helped. Matt Ryan, number six, seven all Rodgers. Mahomes, number eight, with a pretty low uh, passing yards. He's not, they're not really, his stats are really good. It's just, it's not huge plays like we're used to, you know. Yeah. I mean, it seems like every game he had like a 60 or 70 yard touchdown pass to someone. Yeah. But this year you haven't really seen. Yeah, you're getting more uh, dunks to uh, Travis Kelsey or Clyde Edwards. and. Yeah, you know. yeah, that goes back to him getting the ball out really fast this year. He's really reading defenses now mm-hmm. instead of just pushing the ball. Uh, Tannehill, number nine, and Lamar Jackson, number ten. So which one stands out to you guys the most? Uh, Joe, let's go with you first. <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It's uh, Josh Allen. I you know, I thought he'd be have you know do a little bit better this year, but I definitely did not predict what he's been up to, and I you know I'm here for it. Yeah, deep ball looks good. Stephon Diggs, John Brown, both producing pretty well. Uh, yeah, and his rushing numbers are still the same as it's been his rookie and sophomore year. So he still has that rushing floor. Yeah. I mean, can Josh Allen like keep this up all season, or is it someone that you're trading high? If you have him in fantasy, well, I, I don't know if he can keep it up this the whole season. That's a, you know, we're two games into the sixteen game season. I don't know, but uh, I, I'd look to keep him around just because I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot of downside by holding on to him. All right, would you trade Josh Allen for Dak Prescott, Joe? No, at this point, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either, just because that rushing floor. Not even that, yeah. just his ceiling's so high the way he's thrown well. the ball so far this year, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's looking good. Like, who? he, he very well could throw for 5,000 yards and throw 40-some touchdowns. 
the oh. way he's going, the way he looks. That's <laughs> not crazy to think about. Uh, Riho, what's kind of one that pops off the page for you? Um, Quarterbacks-wise? Mm-hmm. I'll agree with Joe and say Josh Allen, but also throw in Cam Newton, too. I yeah. think those two have really, I was really surprised about. You know, I didn't expect Cam Newton to throw the ball that well. Yeah. He's looking good. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, some other, number 11, uh, Joe, or uh, actually number 11 and 12, Joe. Uh, number 11, Minshew Mania. Ooh. Hell yeah. And then number 12, Joe Burrow. Outside the top ten, I guarantee they'll be in there by the end of the season. Uh, some busts for the uh, quarterbacks is uh, twenty-one ranked is Brady, number twenty-two is Breeze, and then number twenty-five is Wentz. Uh, Ria, can you talk about those quarterbacks a little bit? Uh, Wentz, that really shocks me. I mean, I figured he would have been at least top twelve. Yeah, at the start of the year, like looking towards the preview of the year, but he just does not look good. Lions banged up though. We didn't have Miles Sanders week one, and then uh, Alshon Jeffrey has yet to play a snap. So I mean, there is some hope yeah. left, but there's hope, but it's just not looking. He's good. not looking good either, though. Yeah, and then Brady, like I, I expect I don't like fantasy wise. I expected Brady to not do well. Not be a top twelve. No, yeah, player. but I mean, I can, I don't know. I could see twenty something. I bet he'll push his way up to like top fifteen by the end of the year. What about Breeze? Breeze, that's a surprise too. Like, is his age catching up with him? Yeah, a lot of people said that his arm hasn't looked as strong. But also, Michael Thomas has hurt the first game, didn't play the second game, mm-hmm. so that could be a big reason why too. Yeah, and his wide receivers didn't really help him out uh, against Oakland this past Monday. No, Sanders had zero catches. I think he had one like at the very end of the game, like two minutes left or a minute left. I going into that game, I figured he would have like took the Michael Thomas role almost, you know. Yeah. Catch, catching those quick slants and kind of just being the go-to guy. Yeah. What happened? He was like non-existent in that offense. Yeah, Alvin Kamara had way more of an impact in the pass-catching game and then obviously the rushing. Uh, Joe, you have anything uh, about those quarterbacks you want to express? Well, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I wasn't high on really any of them at the start of the year. I didn't – we don't – I mean, we've all talk, I've talked about what I thought about Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay situation I wasn't too high on. Drew Brees, he's getting old. I wasn't, I'm not, I wasn't gonna pick him in any fantasy league, and I, you know, I don't think, I, I, I wasn't too high on him in that respect either. And then Carson Wentz, always with the injuries, I stayed away. But this year, I don't, I'm not too surprised about it either. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not I wasn't too high on the uh, Eagles. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last episode. Uh, if he struggles this much, when does Hurts come in? Who knows. Who knows? So, what's one uh, quarterback you guys are like? Say you're struggling at quarterback. One, which one guy are you uh, going out to get like at a good deal? Uh, Reha. Um, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. All yeah. right. I like that one. I mean, you're not going to have to give up too much for him if you want to trade for him. You don't want MVP, Mitch. No. <laughs> he'll he'll be riding the pine by the time the year's over. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Nick uh, Foles will come in and do his thing. All right. Uh, Joe, what about you? I'm going to go Ryan Fitzmagic. He's playing right now, and he's been looking pretty good. They've been on a couple good drives there. All right. He's got some Fitzmagic. You have uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick in any of your leagues? Me? Yep. Not yet. 
<laughs> Not yet. All right. I respect it. Uh, one thing I didn't fail to mention, Deshaun Watson at number 15. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I'm not too concerned because of the schedule he played to open up the year. Yeah. He's played... Uh, Chiefs and Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rough one. So I'm not too concerned about that. I think he'll make his way up top 10 for no time. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what were you going to say? That exact thing. He'll, he'll, he'll rise up as the year goes on. All right. I'm surprised none of you guys said Tannehill for your one that comes off the page. Well, he's looked good, too. Number nine and uh, six touchdowns and a pretty efficient offense. No A.J. Brown, either, that second game. Yeah. Corey Davis and Johnny Smith. Shocking. Sure, yeah. All right. Let's get to running backs, then. Can you guess number one? Number one running back. I'm going to go... Uh... Probably Aaron Jones after last week. I was going to say Aaron Jones, too. All right, you guys are right. Aaron Jones, four touchdowns, eight catches. Uh, looks just as good as he did uh, last year when he led the league in touchdowns. Uh, number two, Kamara. Uh, he has a little bit more with uh, 14 catches uh, in terms of pass catching. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, number three. Obviously, he's out, so he's going to be dropping down the rankings. Then you got Zeke at number four. Jacobs, number five. Chris Carson at number six, uh, three receiving touchdowns through two games. Uh, did we kind of sleep on him? I had him in my top ten running backs. Did you? You questioned me about it. I did. <laughs> well, one, because I didn't know whether uh, he was going to be healthy week one. Yeah, that is true. That was a concern. Because then he get hurt like week 16 or 17. I think so. What he, Is it a knee? It was something, yeah. Um, but yeah, felt like we slept on him. But can he keep, it, uh, keep up like the number six pace with... Kind of Wilson just going off and playing so well? I don't know. It'll be tough, especially if a crowded backfield. Yeah. I mean, they're playing uh, Carlos Hyde is getting some touches. Uh, Travis Homer has. And I haven't seen uh, Rashad Penny, but... I, I haven't seen him on offense. I'm pretty sure I saw him return a kick. Okay. But, but yeah, pretty, pretty stacked there. Uh, Mostert at number seven, but he's considered doubtful for week three, so he'll drop in the rankings. Uh, Dalvin Cook, number eight, in an offense that's struggling. Number nine, Kareem Hunt, who actually is uh, has a better rank than Nick Chubb. And number ten, Jonathan Taylor, the rookie. Oh, there we go. Yeah, which he'll only probably move up being the lead guy. Uh, Joe, what's one of those uh, running backs that kind of pops off for you, maybe surprises you, or... Um, you don't think is going to do as well moving forward? Well, I don't think Chris McCaffrey's going to have very many points the next few weeks. To start <laughs> out with that. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor is kind of a. I think he, if you can, you know, find a way to get on that. I like that that train where he's headed. I think he can only go up. Okay. What about you, Ria? Uh, I like Joe's pick, but I'll say Kareem Hunt, just because he's kind of the second string guy. Mm-hmm. You don't think he'll be able to keep that pace, or? No, I'm just surprised he's in the oh. top ten. Like that sticks out to me. All right. Well, do you think he can keep that pace, or do you think Nick Chubb is going to become a little bit more involved now? I mean, because I think the Bengals game they kind of figured out how to use this offense. Mm-hmm. They got into like the Kevin Stefanski way. So I think it really is going to be Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and then maybe a big play to Odell off play action or something like that. Yeah, I could see that. I think Nick Chubb will probably get. Most of the carries, but I think Hunt will come in, catch the ball, mm-hmm. become a third down guy. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a big play one if uh, they play the Ravens again or something like that, and Browns are going to be in catch-up mode. Yeah. So, 
Uh, number 11 was Clyde Edward Hilaire, another rookie. Number 12, Melvin Gordon. Playing a little... He's playing better than I thought. Yeah, he is. And Jeff uh, Triscoll dropped a beautiful pass to him on Sunday. Surprised the hell out of me. Number 13 is Chubb. And uh, Robinson from the Jaguars, number 14. Oh. And 15, Malcolm Brown. Uh, can the... Obviously, I think uh, Edwards Hilaire can keep up the pace. Probably will crack into the top ten. But uh, the rest of these guys, Gordon, uh, Robinson, Malcolm Brown, can they keep up this pace, Rio? Uh, I don't think Brown will just because they're using three backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw Henderson have a good game last week, was it? Yeah. I mean, I think they'll split carries so much, he probably won't be able to... I mean, he might stick in the top 25 or so, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Uh, Robinson, I don't know much about him, the Jaguars guy. I don't know it's kind of a fluke deal. Ask Joe. He's You like the uh, Jaguars, don't you, Joe? Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Robinson? Well, he's, you know, he's doing okay. I don't know if he can keep his pace up the whole season. You know, Again, being week three, it's hard to make a judgment on that for the next you know, 13 weeks, I can't say. But, uh, you know, we'll see. All right. And then what about Melvin Gordon? Because Philip Lindsay's uh, dealing with an injury right now. Is he going to be able to keep top twelve? Or I think he has a chance to crack top ten. Mm. I agree with it's you. All said and done. Okay. I like what I saw from him the first two weeks. Same with Hilaire. I think he'll crack top ten. Top ten stay there. Yeah, I mean, especially with uh, the Chiefs' offense kind of struggling uh, against the Chargers, he probably would be top ten if they didn't struggle so much and. But uh, Darwin Thompson is getting some more looks, and Daryl Williams, or yeah, Daryl. Yeah, Daryl. I think Darryl like it's Darrell. Darrell, Darrell Williams. Uh, so yeah, uh, some guys that uh, did st- stick uh, out to me outside the top fifteen. Fournette being number sixteen. He, he's right. He'll only go up, I think. Yeah, his it, carries are gonna go up, and yeah, he looks like he's gonna be the lead guy. Uh, Eckler, who some got as a first-round pick, is number 19. And you got to think some of that is Josh Kelly kind of... Yeah, no one expected Kelly to break onto the scene like he has so far. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't had huge games, but he's looked good enough to surprise everyone and obviously take away carries from Eckler. Yeah, I mean, he's stealing 10 to 12 carries, and that's... That's, that's a lot of touches for a rookie running back, like being second string, you know. Yeah, and what was he, a fourth-round pick? I th- yeah. Fourth or fifth, I think. Yeah. Uh, Kenyon Drake, number 22. Which I'm not worried about that. I think he'll move up. You don't think, like, Chase Edmonds is good enough to steal carries away from him? He'll steal some carries. I think Drake's, they want him on the field, that offense, because he has such a big play, like a big playability. Mm-hmm. As long as he stays healthy, I know he's dealt with some injuries. Yeah, and uh, he has played some pretty good uh, defensive fronts with 49ers and then Washington, two probably the best. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. Stay hopeful, uh, Drake owners. And then number 25, Derrick Henry. What do you think well, about yeah. that, Rio? Well, he hasn't gotten the end zone. I think that's the main reason why. Mm-hmm. He's had plenty of carries and plenty of yards. Yeah. I, I mean, his average yard, or his average probably isn't the best right now, but I mean, they're still utilizing him, and as long as he stays healthy, doesn't break down you got to expect at least 80 yards a game. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what do you think about that group of running backs? <clears throat> well, you know, I think uh, 
you guys hit it pretty good. I, I wanted to say uh, David Johnson out of Houston surprised me game one. I didn't see him. I wasn't too big on him, but uh, after that first game they had, I, I don't know, maybe look to him for uh, something. No, I agree with you. He did look really good that first game. Yeah, and uh, once they get into more, like, uh, not catch-up mode games, he's mm-hmm. definitely going to be used more. Because, yeah. I mean, uh, on pass-catching downs, he probably splits with Duke Johnson. But once they're in, like, a positive game script, that's a guy you want to have. Once he gets more comfortable with that offense, too. Yeah. He's only played two games in it. Yeah. No preseason games, you know. It's hard to get up to speed. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> that's a good point, Joe. I know. So, uh, some of the running backs that you guys, through two weeks, obviously there was a big injury bug uh, this last week. What's uh, one of the guys you guys are picking up, like Devontae Freeman or someone? Um, I'll probably stay away from Freeman. I'm not too high on him. Is it, is it because uh, you haven't seen him play yet? or It's just because of that offense in general and how bad that offensive line's looked. Yeah, because it's not like Barkley was killing it. No. I mean, he's getting hit a lot. Mm-hmm. He didn't have much opportunity to make any plays because there's people swarming him before he could even see the hole. Yeah. There wasn't a hole. <laughs> yeah, so what uh, what running back are you trying to pick up off waivers? <sighs> right now, I'm not really sure. I mean, who's Carolina's backup? We ever figure that out? Uh, I think it's going to be Mike Davis. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the guy that people are picking up. Yeah, he could be one of them. But... It's hard telling right now. I mean, I know Hines was a hot waiver wire pickup last week and mm-hmm. shit the bed. He definitely shit the bed. I got him so in it's the league. Just, it's tough when you're at this point. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a hit or miss. What about like a Jerick McKinnon? or? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I, that slipped my mind. I think he'll have a big role. Because uh-huh. Coleman and Mostert are both hurt, right? Yep. Yeah, he should. And he had uh, quite a few yards last week. Mm-hmm. Especially when Mostert went down and... I can't remember if Tevin Coleman made it through the whole game or not, but, yeah. I think, I think McKinnon, didn't he have three carries for, like, 80 yards? He might have. I think he broke a big one off. Oh, yeah, you're right. He did break a big one uh, when Nate Mullins was at quarterback. But it's good he's showing that speed, you know, after those two knee injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe, can you think of any running backs that people should pick up off waiver wires? Um, Rex Burkhead. Uh, he that's did not look a good. bad he one. Good. Yep. Yeah. You think? Uh, what about the return of Damian Harris uh, here in Week Four? Do you think that's going to limit Rex Burkhead, or do you think going forward he could be like the receiving back? Because I'm not sure whether James White is coming back to the team this week or not. Um. Well, you, you never know with Patriots running backs, really. Um. He, he has shown himself as a good pass catching back you know, over the past couple of years, and I think he could stay in that position. Whether or not he does, though, I don't know, because it's the Patriots, and the Patriots running back situation is always goofy. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, what's one guy you guys are selling high, and what guy are you buying low? Who's doing terrible that you want to get a piece of for later on, and what's one guy that's doing really well that you would sell? Uh, let's go with you, Reha. Well, put me on the spot here. Should I go to Joe first? Yeah, I go Joe first. All right, Joe. Yeah, this is going to go well. Um, <laughs> someone that I am selling right now, I'm going to sell... Uh, we'll go Monster. 
Okay. I'm not big on 49ers offense with all these injuries going down. I don't think so. All right. Uh, if we're talking, uh, like, injuries, with uh, Christian McCaffrey being out maybe six to eight weeks, that can definitely affect uh, whether you get into the playoffs or not. Not. Are you uh, trying to sell him if you have him? Well, I don't know. I've been thinking about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm not sure. I just, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really, I haven't had the time to look and see how long he's, six, seven weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's tough to see what you can get out there, but it's one of those hard decisions you got to have in fantasy. Yeah, that's true. What's uh, one guy that you're trying to uh, buy that's not doing so well right now but could do better in the future? Well, uh, you know what? We're going to go with uh, good old Adrian Peterson. Oh. Detroit. I think, I'm not saying he's going to be good, but, you know, he might fill a wide receiver two or three spot for you. I think he could have a few good games here down the stretch up in Detroit. And help uh, give old Stafford a break sometimes. You mean uh, running back two or three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not a bad one. I just worry about DeAndre Swift taking carries away from him. And then carry on yeah. Johnson, he's he's not good. No, he doesn't <laughs> look very good. No. Uh, Rehal, let's go back to you. All right, selling high. I'm going to sell Calvin Ridley right now. I don't think. Oh, no, no, running backs. Oh, shit. We'll get to. Uh, I thought you meant in general. Yeah. Well, buying low, I'm gonna buy Eckler right now. Oh, okay, I'm pretty sure you could probably get him for a decent deal. I think right now, I'm sure people are already writing it off as yeah. a bust. And you know, it's still a lot of years left, or a lot of a lot of games left. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he'll eventually find his rhythm, especially in a PPR league like what we're talking about. Uh, definitely, some someone that's gonna be better. Mm-hmm. Who who is he better with, Tyrod or Justin Herbert? You think? Her Ranky looked better with Herbert. Yeah. I think it was more uh, two-dimensional with Herbert. Tyrod, you're not – if he's going to beat you through the air, he's going to beat you through the air. But I don't know. What's a guy that you're uh, selling high on? Uh, Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt? I think you could – you know, I think you could get some decent players for him. Would you sell – or would you uh, trade away Cream Hunt for Jonathan Taylor? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. The thing about Kareem Hunt is, yeah, yeah, he's a second string, but what if Nick Chubb goes down? That's then thing. he's a top three running back. I don't know. It's risky. I, I do agree that he could be a sell-high candidate. Just because like, a lot of people are seeing how good he's doing, and then, but mm-hmm. he's still a second string guy. Yeah. All right. Well, we are done with running backs. You guys have anything to add? Not uh, that I can think of. All right. We will get back to uh, wide receivers and tight ends after this break. And we're back. Oh, Joe. And we're back. Oh, he knew it. All right. <laughs> Have you uh, heard the recent podcast where uh, we try and get other people to do it? They just don't do it the same. No, I haven't. I haven't heard. I haven't heard that part. I said I just. Uh, that's more of a Joe thing. It is. <laughs> uh, I botched it. <laughs> I suck. Uh, we are two wide receivers now in the fantasy rankings. Remember, this is PPR. So uh, the ones for non-PPR might be a little bit mixed up. But uh, can you guys guess the number one wide receiver through two weeks? I'm going to go... Uh, 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 I don't know. Hopkins? Go, I'll go Adams. 
It is Calvin Ridley. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Four really? touchdowns through two games. Uh, probably can't keep up that pace the whole year. Or else he's nope. just going to destroy records. Especially, but, yeah, him and Julio. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, number two is Hopkins. Uh, 22 catches. Looks like Cliff and Kyler's feeding him the ball. Then Cliff. we have... Uh, Wish my name was Cliff. <laughs> uh, Adams, number three. Uh, but a hamstring could slow him down this week. It's actually looking doubtful for him, so he'll probably drop a little bit. Literally slow him down. <laughs> I like it. It's a knee slapper. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a Joe joke. <laughs> uh, number four, Diggs. 16 catches, 239 yards through two weeks. Yeah, that's a surprise. Hell yeah. Uh, Robbie Anderson at number five. Really? Yep, 15 huh. catches, 223 yards. Uh, Edelman, number six, with 13 catches, 236 yards. And uh, Metcalf, number seven. Tyreek Hill, number eight. John Brown, number nine. So Allen has two top ten wide receivers so far. And Adam Thielen, number ten, even though he had a shit week two. That's just how good his uh, week one was. Uh, what's one uh, name that pops off the list to you guys? Joe. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. All right, tell us. Did not expect that. It, it wasn't Diggs or Robbie Anderson or Edelman. I was big on Diggs and Anderson and Edelman, yes, to some degree, but Calvin Ridley at number one. With all the great wide receivers out there and all the great, you know, quarterback play we've had so far, really wasn't Calvin Ridley that I was expecting to be all the way up there. All right. Uh, Reha. I'm going to have to agree with Joe and say Calvin Ridley as well. I mean, he's looked amazing so far. I never saw that coming, especially when he's not even the number one receiver on that team. Yeah, that's true. I figure it'd be like Diggs or John Brown, two top ten Bills wide receivers. Something. I mean, it is surprising, but Cal like Calvin Ridley in top ten, that wouldn't be surprising. But number one, that's just the thing. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, number eleven, Russell Gage has fifteen catches through the Atlanta receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's two Atlanta receivers, and they're not even the best receivers on the team. No. Uh, Lockett number 12, Juju number 13, McLaurin number 14, and Slate number 15. Which guy surprised you out of that group? I got a feeling I know who. Can you read the list again? <laughs> Russell Gage, Lockett, Juju, McLaurin, and Slayton. Yeah, Russell Gage. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> Joe? You want to read the list again? No, I do not. <laughs> oh. Is it Russell Gage? Well, I don't know. I don't know the list. Uh, Russell Gage, oh, Lockett, Juju, McLaurin, and Slayton. and Slayton. Oh, yeah, Russell Gage for sure. <sighs> Figured. Uh, <laughs> is it because Matt Ryan is passing it so much? Must be. Yeah, it has well, to be. Yeah. Russell Gage can pass the ball, too. Who yeah. just drops it? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Would have been a touchdown. He dropped. He is allergic to touchdowns. And he can pass. <laughs> uh, some other names. Uh, Amari Cooper just misses the top 15 at number 16. Uh, Mike Evans at number 19. Although he had a pretty good week, too. He did, yes. Yeah. I'm guessing he'll be coming up. Uh, 21, DJ Moore, who we were pretty high on. Uh, Julio, number 23. Then we have uh, Keenan Allen, number 32. OBJ number thirty-seven and Cup number forty-two. Which one of these is like probably the biggest surprises uh, for you guys, uh, Riha? Uh, Cup probably at forty-two, just because 
last year he started off so hot. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that, I mean, Robert Woods had a good week one, but he's not in the top 15, so it's surprising. Especially with how efficient Jared Goff has been, how good he's looked. Yeah. It's a Higby. He's still in uh, the red zone targets that uh, Cup usually gets. He is. I think Cup might be injured, though, too, playing with an injury. Oh, yeah. Don't quote me on that, but I think I saw that somewhere. I think he was injured in camp. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what's one name off uh, that list that kind of surprises you? Well, it surprised me. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna, we got a little bit of a theme here for the wide receiver section. It's Julio Jones being so damn low. That's what surprised me. After Calvin Ridley and Russell Cage, Russell Gage, <laughs> were uh, so high, but Julio's down so low. That's surprising. Yeah. Do you guys think that uh, possible? I mean, Ridley will definitely go down. Uh, Russell Gage will probably go down. Um, He'll probably go up. Yeah. But do you think like the reason that these will happen is maybe Hayden Hurst gets more involved or Todd Gurley gets more passes thrown to him? That will happen. Yeah. That's inevitable. I think Gurley will maybe not be the same Gurley, but he'll do well. And I think Hayden Hurst will start to see a lot more targets. Because he'll be left open once. Because people are going to be keying on Ridley now. Mm-hmm. And they still have to account for Julio. I mean, that's just going to leave Gage and Hurst open. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's surprising. Um, but, I mean, Julio's always had a touchdown problem. So, But I am excited to see Hayden Hurst kind of pop off. Um, what's one guy that you guys are selling high? Let's all say that it's going to be Ridley. So let's say a different name. And then one guy that you're buying low for uh, wide receivers. Uh, Joe, let's go with you. That I'm buying low. Yep. Someone that I am buying low would probably be, well, you know what? I think it's probably going to have to be, well, maybe not. I mean, (laughs) I guess I could go with, hell, I don't know. Just give us the name you were thinking. Uh, let's go Mike Thomas, Cincinnati's oh. receiver. Oh. I think... Do you, uh, have to buy, <laughs> do you have to buy low, or can you pick him off from the waiver wires? <laughs> you can pick him off from the waiver wire, but you know what? I think he's going to be pretty good in that uh, Cincinnati wide receiver court, because I have just about every receiver other than him, and it seems like the only one that scored. All right. Uh, what's got, what guy are you uh, selling high on? What guy am I selling, uh, well, other than Ridley. Ridley? Yep. Well, other than that, um, yeah, I'm probably going to have to go Adam Thielen. Top yeah. 10. I don't think he'll finish the season in the top 10, honestly. Yeah, especially with that, how that uh, offense kind of looks. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. All right, Riha. So I'm gonna sell Stephon Diggs high. Okay. Really? Yes. Do you have any piece of uh, Stephon Diggs this year? Yeah. What's a uh, what's something you're looking for if you're selling them? It just depends what you need. I mean, maybe you can get a running back out of them, or mm-hmm. maybe you can get multiple players out of them. I think I'll have a good year, but I don't think he's going to be a top 10 receiver this year. Okay. Uh, what's some guy that you're uh, 
trying so, to buy low. It all depends on who is going to be playing quarterback for him. But I'm going to buy Keenan Allen low. Okay. Because if Herbert stays in, Allen's catches are going to go way up, I think. Yeah. yeah I mean, you saw how he targeted him that game he played. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he had the best stat line, but he had a lot of balls thrown to him. Yeah, I think he – don't quote me on this. Like seven catches for 96 yards. It looked good. Henry also looked good. And Mike, Mike Williams could be a lot bigger with him. Uh, Herbert in the game, so yeah, that excites me. What would you buy for Keaton Allen? Like, what would you give up? I, I mean, if you can give up like if a team needs like a running back or something, maybe give up your number three running back. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd give up. I mean, all depends on your roster. Yeah, I don't know for sure. I mean, maybe Todd Gurley for Allen and someone else. Throw someone else in there, but yeah, I think you could buy him pretty low. Okay. I like it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we just had a trade this week. Uh, I was hurting at the wide receiver spot, and your running backs were decent, but you're just stacked at wide receivers. Yeah, you want to list the off the wide receivers you have? So, in this league, I have DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin, and what's the other one? Let me look. Don't you have DJ Moore? DJ Moore. And Odell. And Odell. Yes. You know my team better than me. <laughs> but I just traded. So I had Saquon Barkley, obviously, out for the year. So I really need a running back. So I'm like, well, shit, I'll give up one of these receivers for a running back. So I traded Jacob, Odell Beckham Jr., for Todd Gurley, straight up. Yep. That was a pretty fair trade. Yeah. And. I only have two uh, wider, or I only had two wide receivers in a three wide receiver league, so I needed it bad because Cortland Sutton went down for me. I think I released Jarvis Landry for a tight end since Kittle was out for me. It wasn't a good week for me. No, my running backs like Barkley going down. I have Acres and Gibson on my bench, but I mean they're so young and it's hard starting them. Justify starting them. Yeah, and those rookies. don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, those rookie running backs. And obviously, uh, who was it? Antonio Gibson and who? Um, Cam Akers. Yeah. Yeah, so those rookie running backs can be inconsistent, too. I know, but you want to hold on to them just because you don't know the potential. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you also made a trade uh, this past week. I did? Yeah, with uh, Old Bates. Oh, yeah. Oh, you fell in the trap, Joe? Nah. I just threw Bates a bone. Hey, uh, if anyone is in a league with uh, Garrett Bates, do not accept his trades. They're poo-poo. Oh, I don't want to hear anything coming from you, Jacob. <laughs> what? Oh, let's ask Riley about George Kittle last year. Hey, Will Disley was on a Will roll. Disley. I can't predict an ACL tear. It's... Okay. <laughs> George uh, Kittle struggled... Will Disley was going off. Oh, two weeks, maybe? It was like week four or five. And Riley was like 0-4, and and I was like, hey, what do you think about this? He's like, yeah, my team's losing. I I need to switch something up. But, hmm. Hey, tell him about your trade. I don't remember my trade, honestly. All right, well, you had Matthew Stafford. Yep. And you had T.Y. Hilton. Yep. And you gave those two up for Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania, baby. Yes, I did. And Brandon Cooks. Uh-huh. 
Walk yep. us through. Walk us through your uh, thought process. What's What's Joe's the head of Joe? What do you think? So, I have Matt Stafford in some way, even quarterback one or two in one and two quarterback leagues. It's he's he's in three of my leagues is what I'm getting at here. And I was I didn't I realized that and I didn't like that. And I liked what Minshew was up to and Bates offered me for Minshew. I was like, hell, why not? That way I'm not you know living or dying all three or three out of my four or five four fantasy teams are not all live or die on Matt Stafford. Okay. Wait, well, time out. You gave up Stafford and T.Y. Hilton yep. for Cooks and Minshew. Yep. So not only <laughs> he's like, oh, well, what's your record, huh? M- Minshew and Stafford. Um, I'm going to take a loss on this one, but it's diversity. But then he throws in another wide receiver for a lesser wide receiver. Like, oh, I'm just going to mix up the pot a little bit, too. <laughs> did you have yeah. T.Y. Hilton in a lot of leagues? Yeah, I, well, I have Colts players in a lot of leagues. I have him, Jonathan Taylor, uh, maybe. And then who's their number two receiver they have there? Oh, it was Paris Campbell, but now it's Pittman. Michael Pittman. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, I got Michael Pittman. I don't have Paris Campbell. I have him. I have a lot of Colts players. So really, it was 100% diversifying my, uh, you know, my fantasy portfolio. All right, Rehoff thoughts. When Ty starts going off for 120 a game and a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll Is it too early to trade though? Like, how, when do you start making trades in your leagues? Uh, I mean, Jacob, week fucking zero. I'm He's always looking to better my team. You know, screw people over. Obviously, I have no one to talk because I'm 0-2 in every league I'm in, but <laughs> I always like waiting, you know, just to see how everyone, yeah. how it pans out. Yeah, you never know what happens. Injury could happen, maybe a different scheme, uh, the opponent's strength, why you don't give away Watson so quick, although I almost did to you. Yeah, that's true. But I do have Mahomes in that league, too. So yeah. I wasn't too afraid of that. That was a two-quarterback league. Um, so, yeah, trades are going on. Yeah, I just dropped a Wentz oh. the other day. I'm trying to think if I picked up. I picked up Jared Goff for Wentz. That's not bad. No, I mean. The, the Rams offense looks crazy good. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And those wide receivers will pick it up, I think. I think Higby will keep doing his thing, and then uh, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods will get more involved, probably in the red zone more. And Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, tight ends, which is surprisingly good and deep this year. Uh, a lot of good tight ends you can pick up off the waiver wires. A lot of the ones that are on the top ten probably could be in your waiver wire. Let's get to it. Uh, Kelsey, two scores, 15 catches. Not a huge surprise there. Uh, Darren Waller, uh, Monday definitely helped. He has 18 catches on the year. Uh, I think he has one score. But yeah, he looked really good. Waller's awesome. You know he raps? What? Oh, He's boy. a rapper? I did not. Yeah. Hey, you guys need to check out Waller's story, too. It's cool. What he's, like what he's went story through. Or his Instagram story? No, like what he's went through in life and oh. overcame. Oh, okay. I mean, that was very confusing. Oh, I know, my bad, but <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, he just broke out last year as a 27 year old, so yeah. no one saw it coming. Uh, Johnny Smith, number three, three touchdowns, uh, mostly going through in the red zone. Uh, Fant, number four. Then we have Higby, uh, number five, three touchdowns on eight catches. 
insane. It's like no fan at Iowa. Yeah. Um, Mike Gusecki has uh, 11 catches for 160 yards. Goddard, 12 catches. Uh, number eight, Jordan Reed. I mean, Kittle out definitely helped. He had two scores in week two. TJ Hawkinson, number nine, with uh, nine catches. And Mark Andrews, two scores in week one. Got him into the top ten. What's one that uh, pops off the list for you, Reha? Noah Fant. Noah Fant at number four? Yep. Why is that? And I think he, I mean, that's a very good place that he could finish the rest of the year with uh, Cortland Sutton now out. I know. I mean, he's looked great. He struggled his rookie year, you know, drops and stuff, but so far so good this year. I mean. Ooh, we missed a piece of news at the beginning of the show. Blake Bortles signing with the Broncos. Oh, I love it. Oh, uh, boy. That's my quarterback. <laughs> Dude, dude's a boss. Uh, I love it. Can he play uh, this well with Blake Bortles or Jeff Triscoll? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, tight ends, it's not too hard to get a good chemistry going with a quarterback. Look at Kittle's huge year when Nick Mullins and Bethard were playing quarterback. It's true. He broke the tight end record. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Joe, what's one that jumps off the list for you? Um, well, I mean... It's gonna have to be no fan as well. I hate to do that. I didn't. I just really didn't see him coming up this, you know, this well this early in this season, especially on Denver, which they, you know, all the quarterback problems they're having and kind of a struggling offense. But Fan's been a kind of a bright spot out there. Yeah. Remember when we ran into him in Okaboji? Yes, I do. I forgot about that. Joe, you remember that? Remember when we saw him in Okaboji? Yeah. Uh, kind of, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't really care. He's like, mm, fuck that guy. We'll get into details, but... Yeah. Uh, number 11 was Hunter Henry. He looks good with both quarterbacks, so possibly get into that top 10. Uh, Hurst, number 12. Jordan Akins, number 13 with Houston. Number 14, Schultz from Dallas. Uh, so the Blake Jarwin injury could make him a top 12 tight end this year. Dak Prescott likes his tight ends, so. And number 15, Jared Cook. Um, you guys see that changing at all? Guys dropping up, maybe moving into that top 10 position? Yeah, one guy to look for is Dan Arnold with Atlanta. Mm. I think he'll, throughout the year, rise up. Over Hayden Hurst? Or not Atlanta, sorry, excuse oh. me, uh, Arizona. Oh, okay, I gotcha. They got the A's mixed up. That's fair. Hmm. I haven't heard of him. Is he, like, playing now, or mm-hmm. is he, like, in a backup position? He's playing now. Oh, okay. Um, some other surprising uh, rankings. Ertz, number 19. What do you think about that, Reha? I mean, Goddard's playing well. He is. He, I know Ertz wants paid. He probably needs to take the old trade route, maybe demand a trade or something. What would be a good fit for him? What do you think? Being a Colts fan, I think Indianapolis is a perfect fit for him, but... Yeah, what about Seattle? You know, that'd be a good fit, too. Well, They have Olsen and Disley, though. I don't know if they... But they really aren't playing at that high a level this year. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Olsen, he is number 27. Uh, Engram, number 21. Ebron, number 30. And Gronk outside the top 50 for tight ends. The top 50. Yep. I bet you couldn't even name 50 tight ends. Oh, you might, but... Uh, Joe, what do you think about it? About Gronk? Yeah. I'm not surprised. 
Oh. He hasn't played NFL football in two years. He's probably not in as good a shape as he was. I'm sure, he trained, but you know, it's it's different. Uh, new team, new system. Tom Brady's the only uh, only constant, only thing we know that he know or you know with Gronk, and uh, you know he's busy working on the whole offense. He's not going to be able to just do you know old Tom Brady and Gronk stuff. I don't. I wasn't too high on Gronk, you know, this year. Yeah, but to say you're not surprised, like maybe I'm not surprised he's not in the top ten. Not surprised he's not top twenty five. But to say outside the top fifty for a freak athlete like him. Okay, top fifty of tight ends, yeah, that is saying a lot. Yeah. Because fifty tight ends is a lot of tight ends. <laughs> Tell you what, I bet the matting rating guys feel like fucking idiots. What did they rank him? <laughs> like a ninety five? Oh. Of course they did. Yeah. It's like the second it's third highest tight end. Behind Kittle and Kelsey. That's insane. That's dumb. Maybe that's just a respect nod, but I don't know. That is pretty crazy. Uh, what'd you say Mark Andrews is ranked at? Uh, Mark Andrews is number 10. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. I didn't know. For oh, sure. I didn't know if you had any thoughts on him or not. No, I just think he'll only go up as yeah. he goes on. He might, he'll finish top five, I bet. Yeah, definitely. Especially once Ravens start passing it more. Potentially against the Chiefs. For week three. They could. Uh, what's one guy you guys are selling high on, and what guy are you uh, buying low for tight ends? Uh, oh let's go with Joe. Uh, <clears throat> well, someone I am buying high, or selling high, well, it's probably going to have to be... Really thinking Hunter about that, Hunter Henry, all right. Yeah, I'm not big on the quarterback situation there. Mm. Plus health yeah, reasons. Henry. Yeah. And then uh, mm. buying low is kind of – I'm going to go with Dalton Schultz there. Like we said, you might be able to get some of these guys as free agents right now. They're, in my league, he's a free agent as well. So you might be able to go and snag him right now. All right. That's a good take, Joe. Yeah. Uh, well, Ray, it depends when this episode comes out. It might be a week too late. Oh, I think we're just, we are recording uh, Thursday, the twenty fourth. So I'm guessing we'll put this out on Friday. All right, get those lineups set. Yeah, Bria. Uh, All right, selling high, Dallas Goddard. Okay, I like that. Buying like low, that Zach Ertz. All right, little uh, same team action. No, would you trade uh, Dallas Goddard straight up for Zach Ertz? I would. All right, Ertz is too good to. You know, we forget how good Ertz actually is. No, he is very good. It's just like the Eagles know how to draft backup tight ends, and it feels like you're always looking at the other tight end instead of him. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll take a quick break. We'll get to uh, th- some week three matchups. We'll pick some teams who we think going to win. You could put in your sports book. Just don't blame us if you lose. And uh, we'll get a lock of the week from Zach Brokaw. Stay tuned. There we go. And we're back. And we're back! Yes, I missed it. That uh, was all right. We are done with uh, fantasy uh, for this episode. I think we're going to do this every two weeks. Just do like a couple, couple rankings, uh, discuss a little update. Yeah, who we should uh, buy high, or buy low, sell high. Maybe uh, get some questions from the listeners on who they should start or sit. Don't ask me. Start them or sit them. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, so, but now we are to week three map matchups and who we are picking to win. And uh, I think I am going to uh, write these down. We'll go through them next week and see who had the uh, most right. Be interesting. A little, little game here. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, it is Thursday. Uh, the Miami Jags game is going on right now. I'm taking Miami. The you Miami can't say game. Miami. We already know the score at halftime. Uh, so we'll start the with the swaggiest game of the week. I'm dubbing it right now. Fitz Magic Beer. With Fitz Magic on the same field. Yeah, that's swag. <laughs> that's swag. Uh, so we'll start with Sunday matchups. First up, 2-0 Bears versus the 0-2 Falcons. Who are you guys taking? Falcons. Falcons. The Bears. The Bears? Yep. I think that pass attack is going to be too much for Chicago to handle. Yeah, I just don't think uh, Bears offense can keep up with the pace that Falcons score at. I think Falcons are going to take a nosedive right here. Oh, this is the game that they slow down? They are 0-2, though. <laughs> yeah, but they face the uh, Seahawks and... Cowboys and the Cowboys. Ugh, they they should have won the Dallas game. Yeah, that was a yeah. They should have shut out Jared Byer. <laughs> shout out and Jared. His probably brand new cell phone that he, had, that he had to buy. Did he spike his phone? No, but he does this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two and O Rams versus the two and O Bills. This one's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, is it at Buffalo? It is. I'm going to go Bills. I'm going to go Rams. <sighs> Bills Mafia, baby. Let's go. All right. Uh, I just think, like, Ramsey can probably contain Spawn Diggs. Uh, and then the Rams' offense looks a lot better, which I think this will be kind of a slowing thing for uh, Josh Allen, too. I don't think he – I mean, he's, he'll still probably go off because of his rushing numbers, but uh, I don't know. I see the Rams – Winning this one, going three yeah. zero. Yeah, I see Buffalo winning. I see Josh Allen keeping it going. All right. What? And then you said Bills, Joe. Hell yeah. All right. One and one Washington football team versus the one and one Browns. Dog pound. Browns. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go Browns. That's a tough one for me to go against. It was a tough one. I mean, I don't know if uh, Browns offensive line can keep the front seven off, but... Too many weapons, I think. Yeah. Oh, McLaurin could have a big game or something. Yeah. Brown's offense, though. Too many weapons. Mm, yeah. Uh, Hopefully McLaurin has a good game, because I have him in, like, every league. <laughs> really? Gotta uh, diversify. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have my guys, Joe. <laughs> I only pick players I like watching. Uh, 2-0 Vikings versus 0-2... Or, sorry. 2-0 Titans versus 0-2 Vikings. Titans. Titans. Vikings. Vikings. Think they're really? Gonna, think they're going to respond better? I think so. I, that's that's my, I, this is my bold pick of the week, by the way. Uh, not a lock, but just a bold. Yeah, it's not too crazy, because, I mean, I think the Vikings are better than what they're showing. I do, too. I think it's but, just been a rough... Yeah, they're getting defensive injuries. Daniel Hunter has been out. The is offensive he coming line. back, or is he out another week? Well, was he put on IR? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So, I knew it was like a couple-week deal, you know. Mm-hmm. I hope he comes back. Him and Yannick. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, but Anthony Barr's out now, too. I know. That's big. 
But, I mean, this would be the game that they win since Titans, if A.J. Brown's out again, maybe that secondary can hold up and just focus on Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, 2-0 Raiders versus the 1-1 and Pats. Patriots. I'm going Patriots. Going Raiders. All right. John Gruden gets it done. He keeps the streak alive. 3-0, and all right. That one is weird for me, too, because Cam Newton's looked really good, but so have the Raiders. They have. Yeah. Yeah, that offense looks crazy good, and it's without very many, like, receiving weapons. No, they really haven't used Rhodes. Sure. What? That'll be definitely the one to watch Sunday morning. Yeah. Or afternoon, whatever. Uh, 1-1 49ers versus the 0-2 Giants. Niners. Niners, even with all the injuries. Joe? Yeah, Niners. I am also going Niners. I think Niners could start freaking Nathan Peterman. They could start uh, <laughs> Robbie Gold at quarterback and still win that game. It's because Robbie's a goat. Uh, 0-2 Bengals versus the 0-2 Eagles. Who gets the first win? Bengals. I am going to go Eagles on this one. Joey B and the Bengals, they get it done. I didn't even have to ask Joe. <laughs> well, you didn't, so. Uh, I think Wentz is too talented. To, and, and that entire team's too talented. To, plus, I think Miles Sanders will have a day. What did you say, Joe? Is he, though? Wentz? Yeah, is he? He's looked yeah. terrible this year. Hey, he was a former MVP front runner. What, like yeah, so was Derek Carr, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, was RG3. That's true. 0-2 Texans versus 2-0 Steelers. I'm... I might this go Texans. Tough. I'm going Steelers. That's another bold one, though. Yeah, I'm not... This isn't my bold one. What did you say, Joe? I'm going to go... Oh, shit. I think Houston gets it done in a close one with Pittsburgh. All right. Got a couple bold picks already. I know. I don't I think I'm going too bold. Oh, and two Jets versus one and one Colts. I got the Jets. Just kidding. <laughs> There's the bold pick of the week. Nah, I got Colts. Bria, you got Colts. Joe? Colts, let's go. All right. Well, no explanation needed there. They'll probably fucking blow that game, too, like they did the Jags. <laughs> I uh, know. 0-2 Panthers versus 1-1 Chargers. This is a tough one. It is, because Panthers haven't looked bad either. Is it at Carolina? Yeah, I think it's at, at the chart. Yeah. At LA. Um This one might also decide or depend on the quarterback. I'm gonna go Chargers just because McCaffrey's out. Mm. I don't know how they're gonna respond with the new running back coming in when McCaffrey's basically on the field the whole game. Yeah. Uh Joe? Chargers, same reason. Yeah, I also said Chargers, but could definitely be different if Tyrod's the quarterback. Then I might have to give it to the Panthers. Uh, speaking of Tyrod, did you see that what happened? Yeah, yeah. The doctor punctured his lunge. He's well, going to win. I think he's going to get a lot of money for that. Probably. Because there's an investigation well, sure into will. it. Yeah, the NFL PA is looking into it. and yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> he got an injection for his ribs, right? Yeah. And then punctured a lung. And had to go to the hospital. Like, Jesus, that... I don't know. Like mm-hmm. You can't let that happen on the hour before the a game. A doctor! Probably not even an hour before the game. It wasn't like it was a trainer. I'm pretty sure it was a doctor, right? Yeah. Um, Alright, 1-1 one one Bucks versus 0-2 Broncos. Bucks. 
Yeah, I'm definitely going yeah, Bucks, Bucks, especially yeah. with Drew Lockout. Lock yeah, I don't know why yeah, I'm going there. Bucks as well. All right, zero and two Lions versus two and zero Cardinals. Cardinals. I have Cardinals written down, but it's not crazy if Kenny Galladay comes back that the Lions win this one. Agreed. Uh, Joe. Lions. You got Matt the Lions. Li- finally turns it on. All right, that's exactly what your fantasy football team needs. Not making cool, trades of bait. One one Cowboys versus two and zero Seahawks. Cowboys. I'm going Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks as well. I think that they're looking very tough this year in Dallas. I have a few question marks. Yeah. Plus Jamal Adams is. I mean, is he the front runner for defensive player of the year too? They're using him very well. Yeah. Like a lot of people are saying, oh, he's not going to like that system, but they made adjustments. He was made for that system. Well, like, I mean, or, they, he should be playing like a zone. Mm, yeah. Was like, but they're moving him up. They're blitzing him. They're letting him kind of roam. Yeah. He's like basically an outside linebacker. Yeah, which is good. Who can cover everything. I think that was the biggest question mark when they made that trade, but obviously everyone figured Seattle was going to use him the way he yeah. plays the game. So. Yeah, and Seattle's uh, defensive coordinators are never stupid. No. They use their guys pretty well. Uh, Sunday night football, 2-0 and Packers versus 1-1 and Saints. Packers. Yeah. Ask me a week ago, I'd probably say Saints. After but that game Monday. Yeah, I'm going uh, Packers. Joe? Packers. All right. You guys have anything to add to that one? Um, It'll be interesting to see how Drew Brees responds after that not good showing. I mean, mm-hmm. His age really showed last week against the Raiders. Yeah. And then Monday night, the 2-0 Chiefs versus the 2-0 Ravens. Yeah. Game of the week right here. I'm going to go Baltimore just because the Chiefs, they didn't look good last week. Yeah. Against the Chargers. I mean, the Raven, uh, Lamar Jackson didn't look very good in Week 2 either against the Texans. I mean, he probably didn't have to because... Well, he's, his pass rating was still really high. And yeah. He was probably just really efficient, just didn't get the touchdowns, and uh, yeah. all their rushers played pretty good. Uh, what was yours, Joe? I'm going to go Kansas City. I think they uh, they get back on track this week. They kind of had a awakening against the Chargers, and like, uh oh. yeah, A little bit of a hiccup there. They realize they... You know, they're not invincible. Yep. All right. Well, I'm taking the Ravens as well. So we will see how uh, how those picks come out uh, next episode. Now we will introduce Zach Brokaw for his week three lock of the week. On the phone right now, Twink, you are undefeated through two weeks. I mean, you've just picked the Bears, so not too uh, diverse. But uh, how do you think this week or what do you have for our lock of the week for week three? Pretty easy one. I got Seahawks over the Cowboys. Oh, okay. He is. Di- I like it. Uh, give us your thought process on that matchup. I just uh, way Russell Wilson's playing right now. He may win MVP as well. And it, the Cowboys don't stand a chance against their offense. Okay. Um, so you're a pretty big betting man, correct? Sometimes. You betting or are you hammering uh, the Seahawks money line on that? Oh, easily. Easily. The hell is that? It's going on there. Oh, I think Joe's just whistling into the phone. <laughs> it sounds like you got a tea kettle going on. What? Um, but Twink. So, Bears is not your lock of the week. Why is that? 
I didn't say like I I didn't force you to change it. I was just like, hey, you might want to diverse about it because uh, we. No. Oh, so now you're done with diversifying your wrist and stuff. But uh, I don't know. The Falcons, I guess, haven't been playing very good, but they're obviously not a terrible team. So I guess we'll just see. It'll be Chicago's first real matchup, I think. So. Okay. We'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, we talked about fantasy football this uh, this episode. How are your teams doing? Uh, I lost pretty close matchups last week. Just a couple players couldn't get it done for me. So that's well, a little depressing, but the way it is. You're going down this week in the bar. Not the way your not not the way your quarterback's playing, Joe. Uh, you know we got a lot of game left. <laughs> not really. All right. Yeah, well. We'll might, get there. might not have lost if you didn't trade Bates, Joe. Uh, differently, I think. Oh. Hmm. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Twink. Uh, we'll talk to yep. you. We'll talk to you next week for your lock of the week. All right. Talk to you later. See ya. Yep. All right. Well, that is the show. You guys have anything to add, Reha, Joe? Um. I do not. Joe? I'm good. All right. Well, if you like the episode, you like the show, share with a friend, share with uh, some families. Let's grow together. Uh, follow us uh, at Scoop Podcast on Twitter or on Instagram, Scoop underscore podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And browsers. And browsers. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, email us uh, fantasy football questions, just regular topics to talk about. We want to hear from the fans. This is Cole Reha, Joe Krostek, and Jacob Herbert signing off. Peace.